Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host of this podcast, and my name is Shakira. Now, if you do not know, if you're new here, uh, you do not know that you just happened upon the last episode of season two. That is right. This is the last episode in season two. I am overwhelmingly happy. Um, I'm kind of sad that the season is ending, but we're going to be right back in two weeks. So, I mean, not too sad, but I am, I guess, overwhelmed with joy just from the amount of support that you all have shown me this season. I really, really, really appreciate it. But I'm not going to hold you long. You all know how this goes. We are going to have a little carefree update. It is not going to be about pop culture. It's not going to be about news. It's not going to be about any of that. It's going to be something personal. Um, But we're going to have that update and then into our topic of the day. So I think that whenever you are a person who creates and produces content, especially if it is for the benefit of other people, you always seem or you feel like you're walking a fine line in what you share and what you don't share as far as your personal life is concerned. So I have been wrestling with whether or not I was going to share this here on the podcast, but I guess I will share it. Um, Just something that's been going on with me for the past month, maybe even more so than that. Um, I have a family member who has been in the hospital, I guess you can say. Yeah, in the hospital. And this family member um, was trying to have a baby. And we were so excited, you know, because she's been trying for a very long time and she just always has, she she miscarries the babies, right? Um, and I had so much hope and so much faith for this time around. But one thing I remember um, when Nipsey Hussle died, some, I think Lauren said that he will always say you don't possess people, you experience them you know, and you just let it be. And so my cousin, she gave birth early and the baby came out, right? He was, he, I mean, he was perfectly intact. And this was about two or three days ago and he was perfectly intact, but his lungs weren't developed and he passed. I went up there to see him. Oh my gosh, y'all, he was so small and precious. Um, I went up there to see him and when I was sitting in the intensive care unit where they have the babies you know I said a prayer in the corner and I said to myself even in the prayer that we don't possess you we are experiencing you even if it's just for a short amount of time and we got to experience him for a day and the next day so this was about today is Monday I'm recording this episode yesterday Saturday Saturday he was born on Friday Saturday they called us and told us that he had passed because his lungs couldn't um you know support his breathing so I was sad I'm not gonna lie and I almost didn't you know record this episode um which is why I'm recording it so late I'm recording it the day before it comes out but I just needed that time to um just settle into my emotions and how I was feeling and I think that's super important even when I'm coming to talk to you all I still have to take care of me right 
but I just wanted to share that just because just keeping that in mind that even if it was for a short amount of time we got to experience him you know but I know he's okay and yesterday I had a hard time with it Saturday I had a hard time with it but I'm okay now I'm I'm okay um so yeah I just wanted to remind you all that we don't possess people. We just get to experience them. And that's the blessing of life that even beyond this physical plane, this physical space, these physical bodies, there is somewhere, I mean, if you believe it, I believe it, there's somewhere beyond here that our spirits can transcend to. So that's what's been going on with me. And that is why I'm recording this episode super late the day before. Um, but yeah, let's have a brief break. I don't want y'all to be sad. That is not for me to share for you to be sad. Like that is just me sharing a real life experience, something that I'm dealing with right now. So we're going to have a brief break and then we're going to hop into our topic. Y'all know that this is the last installment in our Don't Be a Bird series. So I am really excited because we got some things to talk about. Okay, so here's our little break and then we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we have reached the end of season two and also the end of this series entitled Don't Be a Bird. And in the first episode, we talked all about dropping your bird friends. In the second episode of the series, we talked about fight or flight and what that entails as far as stress when facing difficult situations. And then last week, we talked about building a nest and basically how we can choose to create a home where we are or maybe even other locations in order for us to have a safe space for our dreams and goals to just flourish and so I was on Pinterest last night and I saw a quote I love Pinterest y'all but I saw a quote that really made me think about last week's episode with um the building a nest when we talked about that and I saved it because I wanted to share it with you all and it says a shark in a fish tank will grow eight inches, but in the ocean, it will grow eight feet or more. The shark will never grow out of its environment, and the same is true about you. Many times we're around small thinking people, so we don't grow. Change your environment and watch your growth. Now, whether or not that part about the shark growing up to eight feet is true or not, I don't know. But the message surrounding it is true nonetheless. And we talked about that last week. Um, once you've reached a certain level mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, more than likely you're going to have to change your environment. It's inevitable. Um, you may have to move to a different city, a different state, a different neighborhood, or maybe even just like moving from around certain people. And that doesn't mean that you love those people any less, but sometimes the best way to help people is from afar. 
um, and you're probably hindering yourself and stunting your own growth by staying in certain places. So I want you to know that it's okay to leave. It is perfectly okay to leave. Um, it's okay to search for new horizons and new opportunities. If that's what's best for you and your future and your mental health, do what suits you best. And that leads me into today's topic and also the final part of this series. So I was racking through my mind about what exactly the final episode was going to be about. And I was struggling, y'all. I was struggling. And I'm thinking like, how can I end this in a way that fits with everything else that we've talked about? And what is going to fit with what they need right now? And I thought about birds, right? Because, of course, this is Don't Be a Bird. And what I admire about them as creatures is that they just fly. Like, and as far as I know, they don't worry about where they're going to land, if the branch is going to hold their weight, if their wings are going to work. When it's time for them to fly, it's just in their instinct to fly. And that's what this entire series is about, right? Like, clipping those feathers that we need to get rid of in order for us to have a successful flight. So after you've gotten rid of your bird friends that weren't doing you any good in the first place, and after you've realized what you need to do to manage your stress levels with fight or flight, and then you've decided like what you need to do in order to have a space that is beneficial to you creating the life that you need. And notice I didn't say the life you deserve, but the life that you need in order to be happy. And for your dreams to become a reality, after you've done all that, you've done basically everything you needed to do before you take a flight and before you have a successful flight. And in preparing for the episode, I came across this quote because I try to do like a lot of research on different topics, especially if I'm stuck. And I saw this quote and it said, the reason birds can fly is simply because they have perfect faith. For to have faith is to have wings. I'm going to read that again because it was good. The reasons birds, the reason, reasons, reasons that we get, no. The reason birds can fly is simply because they have perfect faith. For to have faith is to have wings. So that's the end of the quote. And that's the thing, right? Like, that's the thing that so many of us are lacking. And that is faith. Um, faith in ourselves, faith in our visions, faith in our work ethic, faith in our execution, faith in our competency, just faith in general. And everyone knows, y'all know, my favorite Bible verse is Romans eight twenty eight. But if I had to pick like a quick runner up as a second favorite Bible verse, it would probably be Hebrews 11 and 1 and it says for faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen one more time for the people in the back faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and y'all just a quick side note right here if you ever have a hard time understanding some things that are in the Bible, just read from the easy to read version. Like that's literally the name of the version, easy to read. But in the easy to read version, that same verse says this, faith is what makes real the things we hope for. It is proof of what we cannot see. One more time for the people in the back. Faith is what makes real the things we hope for. It is proof of what we cannot see. 
And if you look up faith in Merriam-Webster, it is defined as a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. And I love that definition right there. A firm belief in something for which there is no proof. And what I want you all to know is that faith in yourself and in your capabilities is going to take you a long way. You have to have faith in you before anyone else can. And in that same manner, before you can communicate the vision to anyone else, you have to believe it first. When there is no proof that it's there, you have to believe it first. And I want you to think, have you ever had someone come up to you, right, and they try to convince you of something, but they didn't really look like they believed in it themselves? And then what happened? Like, did you... Did them not believing make you more of a believer or did them not believing in whatever they were telling you make you less of a believer in what they were saying? And I'm going to bet that it made you less of a believer. Example, when Barack ran for president, his slogan was change we can believe in. And he made us feel that like whenever he said it, whenever it was on a banner or a poster on a commercial, like there was conviction behind those words. And even if there were moments that he didn't have like complete faith, he never let us see that. He didn't say change we kind of believe in maybe Maybe we might have some change. I don't know. Like, no, he didn't say that. He owned that slogan and made us all believers, even when none of us could see it. We had never saw an African-American president. Never. But we had faith, even in the things we couldn't see, because he had the conviction um, and the faith in himself to believe it, and it made us believers. So in that same way, you have to believe in whatever it is that you do. Um, We fall into this habit of playing small and we don't want to own what it is we do because it may make us seem arrogant or as if we aren't humble. I know because I do it all the time. Example, I have a friend, right? Her name is Jamie. Hey, Jamie, if you're listening. Um, And I met her in grad school and she would tell everyone every chance she could. She would say, yeah, she has a podcast and a YouTube channel. Yeah, she has a podcast. Yeah, check out her podcast. And whenever she would do that, I would retreat into the shell because I didn't want to own those things. And if you ask me why, I really wouldn't even be able to tell you. Like she would ask me, why don't you tell people? Why don't you want me telling people? And I could never give her a solid answer because I didn't know myself. And I don't know if it was because I didn't want people to think that I thought I was more than I really am. But even that sounds asinine. Like, why would I not want to own those things? They're mine. They're mine. They're my things. Right. And the same situation happened last year. I was in Cosmopolitan magazine and I had to miss class for it. So I told my professor, like, hey, I can't come to class. Um, on this day because I have to be in Miami for a photo shoot for a magazine. You know, she asked me, like, oh, what magazine? She was super excited, right? I get back to class, and in the middle of class, she's like, yes, class, Shakira's going to be in Cosmo. And y'all, when she said that, I could have melted under my desk. Like, I could have just turned into a liquid and melted on the floor. And if I weren't dark-skinned, I promise my face would have turned red. But... I didn't want to own that either. And why not? Like, if I have all these goals and these aspirations, as I'm sure you do as well, 
how in the world am I going to own those things if I can't even own this right here, what I'm being blessed with right now? You see what I'm saying? So I always go back to this poem. Y'all probably get tired of me telling y'all about this poem, but it is called Our Greatest Fear and it is by Marion Williamson. I've shared it with you all before, as you know, but here it goes again. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That's the end of the poem. Now, did y'all get that? Did y'all hear that? Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Meaning, it's not failing that's keeping you from executing your ideas. It's about what's going to happen when I do execute it. What's going to be on the other side of that when I do break through that barrier? What am I going to have to do after I accomplish that? This, that... That thought is really what's hindering you from continuing on and like reaching your greatest potential. Not the idea of failing itself. It's not that. And another part of the poem, it says, your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure about you. Now, that part is saying when you downplay your accomplishments and your abilities, there's nothing cute about that. That's not being humble. And I actually have beef with the English language because it's misconstrued how we perceive ourselves and our abilities. And let me tell you why. If you look up humble in the dictionary, it says that the definition of humble is not proud and not arrogant or assertive. And if you look up arrogant, which is supposed to be the opposite of humble, right? It says exaggerating or disposed to one's own worth or importance. So basically, if you're humble, it means you're undermining your own capabilities and the value that you add as a person. But on the other side of that coin, if you know your value and you stand in that, then you're arrogant. And it's like there's no middle ground there. But you can know who you are without being arrogant and you can be humble without downplaying yourself so with that being said i want you to know that you need to stand 10 toes down in your beliefs believing in what you're capable of and what you bring to the table you need to stand in that and own it and i loved mary j blige's speech at the bet awards and she said i am a legend And to some people that may have been, you know, offensive what she said, but it just means that they aren't there mentally in their own self-esteem and they probably aren't securing themselves. You really have to believe and have faith in you. Don't downplay or play small because you don't want people's perception of you to shift to something negative. 
if you being confident and owning who you are is offensive to other people, those people aren't who you need to be around in the first place. People like that don't deserve what you bring to the table. And I stand in that. I stand in that statement 100%. And one last thing, don't wait on the approval of others. You will be waiting forever. You will be waiting forever. Tyler Perry said something so important in his speech at the BET Awards, too. And he said, there are people, this is his quote, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. And I love that because it is so true. There are people right now, somewhere who you don't even know, who are waiting on you to step into who you were called to be. Some of their lives may even depend on it. And it's up to you to own who you are and what you do and to also have faith in those things in order for them to be blessed or for you to be the inspiration that they need to do what it is they were created to do. So birds don't wait on other people to tell them if they're capable of flying. They just fly. They have faith in their capabilities and they act on that knowledge. They act on that instinct. And I say all of this to you because especially my female listeners, I know I have male listeners too, but especially my female listeners because we are groomed from out of the womb to be meek and to be humble and to not own who we are. And I know it's going to take a while to really unlearn those behaviors, but be actively working every single day to, again, stand 10 toes down in who you are, what you add, and what you want. So just fly, y'all. Make it second nature. Build your instinct. Know who you are. Know what you want. Know what you add to this world. Know what your gifts are, and then have faith and pursue those things until they they come out of your mind and into the tangible, into the physical realm. Um, you can do it. Like, I, I literally have so much faith in y'all. Y'all have no idea. I believe that you are capable of anything you set your mind to. I know that even by you listening to this podcast, and especially if you are a loyal listener, I know that you want nothing but what's best for you. And you're trying to seek out venues and avenues to be the best person that you can. So just know that I support you. I'm sure that everyone else listening that is a part of the Carefree family supports you. So you can do it. Like, know you got a cheerleader in your corner and that cheerleader is Shakira. Okay. And I'm a pretty darn good cheerleader. So I believe in you. Now, before we get out of here, I did fill a survey. I made a survey for you all. Um, and the survey is really quick. It's two minutes. It is two minutes. Just give me two minutes of y'all time, okay? It's going to help us moving forward as far as implementing things that you all want to hear and creating episodes that will fit into your routines and like your daily lives seamlessly. So please help us help you and fill that survey out, please. And thank you. Also, 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 the survey is limited to 100 responses. And way more than 100 of you are a part of the Carefree family. So if you want to have your voice heard, you may want to hop on that while you can. Because after 100 people fill it out, it won't be open to more responses. And trust me, that's not my doing. 
Um, it's just a survey system. If it were up to me, I would have it open to all of you, but I can't. So here we are. We're dealing with what we have. So I am going to put the link in the description of this podcast. I will also maybe some kind of way post it on Twitter and Instagram. Hopefully I'll find a way, but definitely in the description box of this podcast. It takes two minutes, y'all. Just six questions. That's all. Fill it out for me. I would really appreciate it, please. And thank you. And thank you all for listening to season two. I am so appreciative of each and every single one of y'all. I wish I could hug each of you. Thank you all so, so, so much for a beautiful and a wonderful season. Thank you for all of the feedback that you all have given me throughout this time not just season two but season one as well i am so thankful for each and every one of you we're off for two weeks don't forget just two weeks but we'll still be on the instagram page which is at carefree and black diaries and also on twitter which is at carefree b-l-k-p-o-d so that's all you guys don't forget to stay black and carefree and we'll see you in season three of the carefree and black diaries thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks bye guys